the weeds were tall But Mr. Roosevelt are gonna save us all Well, Mama got sick and Daddy got down The county got the farm and they moved to town Papa got a job with a TVA He bought a washing machine and then a Chevrolet Sing it Song, song of the South Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth Designed me to ride the wind 
some explaining to do after he says he mistook his girlfriend for a wild hog and shot her. Whoa. Whoa. Man, you do have some explaining to do. Good lord. I'm sorry, honey. I thought you were a wild hog. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of the worst excuses I've ever heard. That's fucking awesome. A Tampa area man has some explaining to do after he says he mistook his girlfriend for a wild hog and shot her. Whoops-a-daisy. Was it the smell? Was it all the hair? Was it the snout? The tusks, pops possibly. I, I, I don't know. I mean, whoops-a-daisy. Sorry, hun. Thought you were a wild hog. That's so great and shocking. Shocking it comes from Florida. Dear Lord, man, oh, man, the house is full today. Let me tell you, you guys are out today. Let's start some good mornings because we got a lot to talk about today. We got a lot. I got got a lot to get off my chest even before we start the damn show. All right. All right. So let's just keep it civil, people. We got a lot to get to today. First one here. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. There you go. Uh, Cowboys girl, good morning to you. House Pants is happy Tuesday ass family. Arised is all up in the house. She says good morning. Well, good morning, Arised. I hope that you are, are feeling so, so much better. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here. We speak American, okay, but Mage, good morning to you. He says, good morning, ass and AIG. I love the music this week. Mage, I thought about you the other day. Um, it was Mother's Day, and we were going out to eat, right? And, and there's this place where, where we're going, and there's a big old temple on the left-hand side. Now, I, I, I don't know what kind of temple it has. It has, like, kung fu letters out in front. 
and, uh, and and we drove by it, and I was like, man, I wonder if they got a kung fu tournament going on in there. You know, just just having some fun. It'd be huge and beautiful. What shockingly, the landscaping is immaculate. Uh, but then we were, we were coming back, and I drove back by, and <laughs> as we drove by, yeah, I I, I, I had to I had to play. So Mage, you brought out this great side of my 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 my, my racist Asian side, the the funny racist Asian side. Not mean. I don't want to put you in a camp, but I appreciate you, Mage. You're a good man. You're a good man, and I hope it stops raining in Denver. Uh, Mr. J says, "Good morning. Country music was great in the '80s. Not fond of other genres." Other genres of music in the 80s or just other genres in general? But, but hey, hey, I, I agree. And, and this morning uh, this morning was a, a cool one. It was, uh, you could hear that music play in any car that I was in my, my junior and senior year. Keith Whitley, Alabama, and Clint Black. Oh, uh, staples. Those were just staples. And, and, and today's music, I've got it mixed up a little bit. I did a little rap and pop, and we're going to mix it together. So we're going to try something new today. So I think you'll like it. think you'll like it. If you don't, you'll tell me, and I won't do it again. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Chaz Man says, morning, Ass family. Words of wisdom for today. I live every day. I like Taco Tuesday. Those are good. That, that, that's good. I like that. Um, oh, my lucky Stars? The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. I'm so not a raper. Oh, wait, I know, I know. Gosh, can't do the willing. Trash Panda says, good morning, ass family, and happy 25th anniversary to Mrs. Trash Panda. Well, holy crap, I mean, it's an anniversary, and you know. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, yeah, sing happy or birthday. anniversary. Happy birthday anniversary. to you. Right, let's all get happy birthday anniversary to you. Mr. and Mrs. Trash Panda. Anniversary. Mr. and Mrs. Trash Panda. Happy birthday to you. And it was anniversary, Joe. My God. That's awesome, Trash Panda. Congratulations. Uh, you're out, says hi. I'm here for the 80s music. Well, uh, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be inundated with it, I promise. Well, Lottie frickin' God! Ray Fire says, "What the heck's happening, ass?" Your out says, "Fun fact, and probably everyone here will call me un-American, but I never really liked Alabama." Hey, I you know I didn't. I'm not the world's biggest Alabama fan. I respect them. Uh, some of the music I like, the 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 the, the Song of the South album, Southern Star, whatever the hell it's called, with High Cotton, Southern Star, and Song of the South on there. That's an awesome album. I, I can't get that. I, that that one is a must-have in my collection. So I guess I am kind of a fan. So there you go. Uh, Gold says, happy Tuesday, Arnie and assholes. Let's rock this day together. Good. Darren says, good morning, Dr. States and ass family. Sanchez family says, get her did. Stink fist. Stink fist in the house. How are you, my friend? Hold on. Let's see. Let's try something here for stink fist, if I can remember to do this every day. Um, well, this one. No, no. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Stinkfist. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Derek! Oh, Derek, how are you, my friend? I hope that you are doing well on this fine Tuesday morning. It's time for Wimpy to pay up, indeed. He could have just broke up with her. Does she look like John Travolta or Tim Allen? 
the condescending way that news reporter says it's gold. No ching chongs on the slide. <laughs> that is my favorite. Slides off limits to ching chongs. Slides off limits to ching chongs. Don't put Mage in a camp. Uh, we would never do that. Oh, I would. I would fight to get him out. I would. I would. Fa I would. I would kung fu fight. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Alicia, good morning. Mage says, "LOL, I like camping." <laughs> uh, Cowboys Girl says, happy anniversary, Trash Panda. Swoo says, my first concert was in the 80s, Randy Travis and KT Oslin. Wow. Wow. That is some, that, that, that's a fucking, that is a deep cut pull there. KT Oslin, that big old fat broad. Yes, she wore through lingerie and my uncle told me not to look. 12-year-old Swoosh who didn't even like country music got to see Hooters. That's funny. Oh, man. I uh, love it. Thanks, Stink Fist. Happy anniversary, Trash Panda. And Mage, you are hilarious. All right. Well, I, I got to get something off my chest. And I, and I had this epiphany the other day. And once again, this is my generation's fault. Not mine. It's the people in my generation. You see, you see, we've made the children of the world softer. I don't know why. I don't know why. We had a pretty damn good. But I will tell you why Generation X is still the last greatest generation. It, it, I, I'm sorry the kids got all messed up on, you know, the devil's lettuce and stuff a lot more during my generation. Or it was tainted devil's lettuce. I was thinking about something the other day. There was a delicacy growing up when you grew up. It, I, I'm not going to say we were, we were, we were... Poverty. We we were we were we were low middle class growing up. So cooked a lot at home. Now every once in a while at home we had coupons. We got to have this one treat, and it was a treat for everybody at that time. And it was made by a wonderful company named Swanson. Okay, and. What I'm talking about is the old Swanson TV dinners. Now, you don't remember these? If you're not old enough to remember the old Swanson TV dinners, what they were, they, were, they, they had this processed food in there. But, boy, was it delicious. Was it delicious or what? And it was made in this tinfoil, like, contraption and it had tinfoil, but it was heavier than tinfoil. It was like cardboard tinfoil. It was like... A, like just hard. And you cook your meal. But see, this is, the, this is what made us great. This is what made us great. The Swanson TV dinner, and then every once in a while, if, if dad wasn't going to be home and mom didn't really want to cook, we got the Mexican TV dinners. And a lot of those had like cheese enchiladas and them little bitty tacos. Man, that was good. Had refried beans in there. You see, those were the same thing too. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, you, you when, when you put them things in, see, that taught you patience. That damn microwave ruined an entire generation of patience. 
Because first of all, you had to preheat the oven. Okay, and as a kid, you don't realize what preheat the oven means. And you fuck up a few TV dinners when you cook them by yourself. Because you throw that some bitch in there, turn it to 425, and it ain't cooked, and then you just let keep it cooking. Mm-mm. So you had to wait the 20 to 30 minutes to preheat the oven. You sat there and waited, 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 and then you put the damn TV dinner in there, and it was another 35 to 45 minutes, depending if you got a fried chicken dish or not. That is an hour. If we got hungry, we had to wait an hour. And then here's the, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You didn't eat it when it came right out. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. No, these were hotter than Hot Pockets. Look, you've heard my rants on Hot Pockets, how you have to take that out, cut it in half, put it in a refrigerator, and wait like two days before you can bite into it without getting six-degree burns on your mouth. The TV dinners were hotter. I'm telling you right now, it's straight. I, I'm not kidding you. If you ever got one of like the El Chico or El Torito or, or something like double cheese enchilada, and you took that thing out of the oven, that was molten lava. It was magma. You had to like you had to put that under a fan or something or take it off the plate and you see all this steam come up. And and the Swanson TV dinner, when you took that top foil off and you you poked into that hot apple pie and, and I have a great desert runner sent me an amazing story we're gonna talk about next too. You 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 put your fork in that that fork would melt when it went into that fucking apple pie. I got in trouble for melting so many metal forks. Metal tray covered with aluminum foil. The hungry man dinners were the shit. Yes, they were. A lot of people would get shot when they came to me for camp because I was raised by a crazy redneck from the woods. I'm an Asian redneck. My dad always told me to have a thousand rounds of ammo for each gun I own. Told off the FBI for at least six months. Salisbury steak. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get the, the chicken, the ribs. I mean, I was a big fan of the Mexican ones. But goddamn, boy, the, the, them cheese enchiladas was hot. Hot Pockets and TV dinners could revolutionize alternative energy fulfillment. Salisbury steak was the shit. Preach on, dude. You were definitely speaking the gospel of dinner as a young child. Oh, and, and see, but it taught us patience. And, and, and the other thing it taught us was this is why we revere it still today is because we appreciated the, it wasn't hard work to preheat the oven and then put the thing in there. But it showed us we had to wait. And then that dagnabbit microwave, which I do love, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to get rid of a microwave anytime soon, went from taking it from an hour wait to literally minutes. If you want to look up why obesity is, you can look right at the microwave. I mean, you throw a TV dinner in there and you got a cool, like, fucking Casio uh, uh, calculator phone, you set an alarm, you can go out and play for another 40 minutes. You're burning calories. 
Not with a microwave. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Done. So, yes, I'm blaming, I am blaming obesity on the microwave oven. This is going to be my new campaign. Watch what happens. Watch the weight drop. You know I'm right. You know I'm 100% right. It's like the strike zone in Major League Baseball. They called that. They'd be getting the same results. And by the way, fuck the damn Rangers for losing last night. But, hey, the Stars won. Woo! I almost had an aneurysm at the end of that game. Uh, Let's see. You'd have that hot brownie, and then you mix the corn and the mashed potatoes. You'd eat that disgusting deliciousness. Oh, that was heaven. That was that. That was the chicken dinner right there. You're talking about the chicken dinner. Chicken dinner had the 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 magma brownie, and the mashed potatoes and corn, and then the fried chicken. And I tell you what, man, Swanson's hungry man fried chicken was pretty fucking delicious. Not at KFC level, but boy, oh boy, we're we're talking ballpark. Pot pies took way too long for the payoff. A fucking hour in the oven for shitty gravy and mushy vegetables. And back in the day, you could still just microwave them because the pie crust would just be watery shit. You know what? You know what? This ogre? Ogre? Correct the mundo. I wasn't a fan of pot pies until they were made microwavable. That is the only thing the microwave is. I hate it. I'm with you. I hated pot pies in the oven. Could not stand them. Because they were too soupy. Speaking of that, making my baked beans tomorrow. Can't wait. Those ain't soupy at all. I'm telling you right now, you could fucking stack bricks on my baked beans. That's how good they is. Um, But yeah, oh, I hated pot pies back in the day. Your campsite is your home, Mage. We could actually camp together. That's my type of shit. I'll bring my guns, too. Uh, air fryer, greater than microwave these days. I couldn't live without it. I'm not a big fan of the air fryer. I'll, st- I'll stick with my microwave. I-, I-, I haven't figured out the air fryer yet. Remember, I- I'm old. Still having a pain in the ass with that. Remember making popcorn before the microwave? We had the patience or the risk of hot oil burns. Oh, yeah, you had to burn that on the damn stove. Hated that shit. Because we didn't have no popcorn maker. I had to make Jiffy Pop. Look at you all fancy with your popcorn maker. Wow, must be nice to live in Beverly Hills growing up. Our popcorn maker was our hands. Uh, The first thing we did with microwave in the 80s was take sliced bread and a fat half-inch slab of government cheese from my grandparents and made melted sandwich. I agree, that microwave made me even fatter as a kid. Last time Japanese people all went to camp was not a good chapter in American history. Uh, once you figure it out, Arnie, you won't use anything. I got you. I got you. Oh, big sneezes there. Sorry. Mm. You won't use it with uh, That's what I hear, and, and I've tried, and I've tried. But see, see, I've gotten back into this, this – uh, I don't want to say it's a love of cooking. It's a very, very deep like for cooking right now that I have, especially like, uh, thank you for the bless you, Alicia. Um, I really like making breakfast stuff. Like yeah, we, we the, the uh, O'Brien potatoes that you can already buy, which saves me time and energy anyway to cut up vegetables. Man, I made me a little skillet yesterday, had the O'Brien potatoes in there. 
and egg, cheese, all melted up. Boy, that was that, that and that, that literally took me 12 minutes to make. So I, I'm getting back into cooking, cooking like my baked beans. I'm so excited to make those again. Love making steaks. But yeah, the, the, the air fryer is just fucking pain in my ass. I'm working on uh, my, my, my French toast. It's almost there. It's pretty good. I've made biscuits myself. My, my country gravy is fucking slamming. I, I don't have the patience to make that, though. I do love it, though. Ooh, man, give me some country gravy this week. Maybe I'll make some this weekend. Oh, I can't. I'm going to the Ranger game. Oh, fucking A. Ranger, the, the Rangers change, charge different prices for fucking weekend games now. You remember back in the day when you go to baseball games and you knew the box seats were like 20 bucks a game for every game of the season? Now they change up the price. The prices were fucking ridiculous for the all-you-can-eat section, so I, I, I can't eat anything from Friday until uh, the Saturday of the game because we're going to eat the Rangers out of house and home. I, my, my goal is at least 15 hot dogs that day. I ain't going to fuck around with no nachos, maybe, maybe no chicken. I'm, I'm going hot dogs and Dr. Peppers. 90% of my cooking is done on the barbecue. I love using my barbecue. Uh, now, now, look, see, we're having a fun show today, fun discussion. We got some real stories we got to talk about. We'll get to all that. And, oh, by the way, I have a new put-down to use today, and we're going to use that with the next story. Um, but we're talking cooking right now, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of digging this. I, 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 I've made burgers on, on, on the stovetop, on, 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 a, on a grill, you know, in the pan. And I made them on the grill, on the barbecue. I got to say, I, I like burgers from barbecue so much better than, than, than fried burgers. I got to say, I, it's just me. I'm not a smash burger kind of guy. I kind of like big old, thick, juicy, rare burgers. But that's just me. Anything else about cooking? All right. Now, second story here. So first story was about how great our generation is because we were taught patience by the fine folks at Swanson TV Dinners. Said, look, you old fat bastards. You're going to have to wait at least an hour before you eat this shit. Here's the other thing. This is sent to me by Desert Runner. I got to say thank you. They have found the holy grail of holy grails. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to take a week off of work, and I am going to go on a quest. I am going to go on a quest to Downey, California, a city southeast of Los Angeles County. It's one of the original franchises owned by Richard and Maurice McDonald before that bastard Ray Kroc got involved. And why am I going to this McDonald's? Because this McDonald's is the last McDonald's in America to serve the fried apple pie. Not kidding. They have it. They have it. Now, 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 my quest will not stop there. I will then get into the car and somehow 
I will drive to Hawaii. Why will I drive to Hawaii? Because all the McDonald's in Hawaii serve the fried apple pie. This is the most amazing article I've ever seen. The fried apple pie. I would go to that McDonald's and go give me 50. Have you called and verified they have it? No, that would that would just ruin the quest. Hold on a second here. Now 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 I'm now now you got me worried. All right, let's see. Hold on a second here. Um McDonald's. What 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 what, what city is this? Cuz I I ain't calling Hawaii cuz I I don't have the uh, in Downey, California. Okay. Uh, it, oh, shit. There's a bunch of them. Oh, crap. Oh, that's the one right there. Lakewood Boulevard. Call them. Oh, shit. I got I, I to gotta hook up the right phone. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. All right. Okay, let's call him. I'm ahead of you, swoosh. Morning, how can I help you? Yeah, is this a McDonald's that still serves the fried apple pies? Yes, it is. Uh, uh, Can you DoorDash those to Texas? I'm just wondering. Uh, no, we cannot. You can't. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I'm on my way. Okay. No problem. Bye. They have them. Oh, my God. You know, I'm not really going to do this quest, right? But, oh, man. Tell them then you're going to drive. I'll tell them that when I get there. I would, I, I would, I would be like, y- y'all, need to, y'all need to just slow your roll. You're going to make them fryers work today. Because, look, I've had the ones at KFC, and they're good. The ones at at Popeye's aren't bad. They aren't bad. There's nothing like these, though. And if by some miracle they still had a hot cherry pie, I would get one of those, too. Those things were even hotter than the apple pies. Oof. Hawaii, Hawaii knows what time it is. They still have the fried apple pies. They got spam on their menu, too. Do we have that? No. We get charged for extra condiments now. All right. Enough of that bullshit. Let's get the show started, shall we? (laughs) When I went to Hawaii, they had coconut fried pies. They were very good. Oh, yeah, I'd get like 16 of those, too. Sounds like time for you and Roscoe to go on a wacky road trip to Southern Cal. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it with me here. Um, all right. Now, I have not seen this commercial all the way through. I saw the beginnings of the meltdown yesterday. Um, be open and honest, I was a Miller Lite drinker. And... 
I guess Miller Lite has gone the way of Bud Light. And they have a new commercial and a new spokesperson. I don't know. I have, Like I said, I have not watched. Here it is. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops, which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite, and they'll turn that into good shit, too. Oh. So here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer. I would like to take my hat off to the new king of beers. Congratulations, Adolf Kors, for keeping your mouths fucking shut. Really? (laughs) What has happened to marketing departments across this country? Hugger says, so they're like the NFL was ruined by catering to women. Now let's ruin ourselves doing the same thing. Guess we can only drink watered-down Coors Light now. The women brewed beers because it was done at home. Read a fucking history book. Um, I got to say, that could be one of the most hysterical things I've ever seen in my entire life. Goodbye, Miller. <laughs> did, 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 did they call Bud and said, hold our... Oh, you, you know the rest. We're going to really fuck this up. You know, it wasn't... And, and, and I would still like to see what the stats are. Um, you know what beer isn't afraid to be beer? Broken skull, you're goddamn right, because Stone Cold said so. It was cooking, and that was a woman's domain. No fucking shit women brewed. That's where they got the name Brewster from. Um, I just I, I, I laugh at just how stupid this is. I think every Budweiser distributorship fucking should send Miller some money to pay for this ad. To say thank you. Thank you. I know before any ladies uh, jump down my throat about drinking beer, because you love beer, 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 beer. Beer is fucking what men drink. I I know that ladies drink beer, but not at the, the pace that men do. 
Why do you think they came out with wine coolers? Why do you think they came out with... Ladies were tired of drinking shit in a fucking fancy glass. So they brought out wine coolers so they could drink from a bottle or pour it into a glass. They didn't want hard alcohol. They didn't want to start a night off with scotch. But to do what Miller has just said, fuck you men. That's what they just said. Fuck you men. Okay. Okay. I'm so glad I don't drink. If I drank, I would be so bummed out right now. I would be so bummed out that my beer did this. It would be back to Lone Star. I'd go back to Lone Star, maybe drink some Pearl. But Miller is just fucking, hey, Shark, we're going to jump over you real quick. White Claw was made to replace wine coolers. Yeah. Women are the reason for Bartles and James. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I don't say that as a mean thing. Look, hey, I'm here to tell you, as a recovering alcoholic, 26 years, and by the way, in my heyday, let me, I'll just say it right now, I could have drank every one of you motherfuckers on the table. Everybody. Maybe except Timmy. Timmy and Nicole, I don't know if I, Timmy, you and I would have had a slugfest of drinking. I'll tell you that right now. He's about the only one. And I don't say that very boastfully. I just say that that was who that was the nature of this beast. Little known fact: Zima is actually Romanian for weak vagina. Yes, it is. It actually is. Give me your gay frou frou drinks. I hate beer. See, women don't like beer. And 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 as this recovering alcoholic, and and from eleven to about. 15, beer is pretty much all I drank. I would get some shots in every now and then, but mainly it was beer in those formative years of, yes, 11 to 15. I hated the taste of beer. I hated that I could tell apart, you know, Miller Lite from Coors Light and Coors Light from Bud Light. I hated beer. But it worked. It got the job done for me. You see, I never drank it for the taste. I've never understood people who drink alcohol for the taste because I think it tastes awful. I like the results. It's like medicine to me. Uh, little no, oh, yeah. Azima is basically Sprite with a little alcohol. I found a beer that isn't owned by AB, a uh, Mexican beer, Bohemia. There's a lot of beers that aren't owned by Anheuser-Busch. Now, now we're going to fucking have to cut out Miller. We're running out of beer. By the way, uh, I, I was sent this funny movie uh, trailer. <laughs> this is a movie from the 50s, and, and, and I thought you might enjoy this. You have ever seen before, and nothing you have ever heard before will prepare you for the shock of... My baby is black. Now, the motion picture screen reaches its full maturity in this dramatic, bold story never before told on the screen. 
My baby is black. I don't even know why that's funny, but it's hysterical. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, drink, I still drink Modelo because they haven't gone woke on their commercials. It's brewed for those with a fighting spirit. Okay. Look, I don't care what you drink. I just find it amazing. See, I find all this to be really amazing because I'm going to tell you a little secret. Budweiser did lose a lot of sales. Miller, I don't think Miller is going to. That movie's not what you think. It's not any good. Okay, thank you, Christopher. I want to Netflix this movie now. Um... Here, 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 here's the deal. People are going to say they're going to get mad at this and they're going to fucking stomp their feet. Miller's not going to lose $8 billion because people are running out of shit to drink. They're going to keep doing this to you because you are going to break. You, the consumer. You are going to break. Because consumers always break. Because if consumers didn't break, then there'd be a lot more out-of-business companies, big companies. We, we get upset and we punish Budweiser, $8 billion worth, and rightfully so, hey, they're the consumers, they're the money, the money talks. You punish them because they put a, a, a transgender woman on a can, and hey, I ain't got no problems with that. Yet Nike still is reaching record profits. Yet we know their disdain for America. B, they're using child labor and slave labor, and we all know it. But we don't do anything about that. Because we need stuff. We want stuff. We're a stuff-driven society. I'm your leader. Nobody needs more stuff than me. I haven't bought a pair of Nikes since Colin Kaepernick took a knee. That means no Converse, no Cole Hans, nothing under the Nike umbrella. And I did. I looked. I did the research. I won't buy products that are associated with Nike. Why? Because I don't like the way they do business. I've done that for a few companies where I won't buy their stuff. Now, am I hurting that company? No, I'm not hurting that company. Nike doesn't care that I'm not buying their products because I've got plenty of kids that are. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. I'm honestly surprised the federal government hasn't started an antitrust lawsuit against them here. Hmm. It would be interesting to see, but it's not going to happen because it's a beloved product. It's our job to guilt the shit out of the people who buy it. Yeah, You know, it, it, okay, but no, it's not. If they want to buy it, they can buy it. More power to them. It's just funny because those are the people that I like to get into arguments with. And I don't like to get into arguments, really. I, I, as much as I argue on this show, I really don't like it because that's all I did for a career is argue. 
discussions. I don't mind getting in discussions with people, but people don't have discussions anymore. They have arguments. And somebody says, I, like, like, I got a, but the other day, I wore a shirt. I wore a shirt the other day. And you know I love my T-shirts. Especially my wrestling T-shirts. Uh, I wear wrestling T-shirts. I wear band T-shirts. I wear funny saying T-shirts. Some of them are dirty. And very, very few politically based T-shirts. But I have a few. And I got a brand new one. Um, the Spawn uh, paid off. I got. To, I had to babysit little Roscoe for a couple hours. So she said she'd get me a shirt. And I sent her a list of shirts that I wanted. She got me this one. And I wore it the other day. And I wore it. It was great because I wore it perfect timing when Title 42 went off. It said, sorry, no oblo, fuck Tardo. Oh, by the way, the, oh, I... I need to go back. We'll finish this break with the put-down of the day. Somebody needs to remind me the new put-down today. And, man, I was getting some looks. I went to Bucky's. People were looking at that shirt. Whoa. Say something to me. I don't care. You can say something to me. I'll have a discussion with you. I think the crisis at the border is fucking laughable. I think it's asinine that, that this is happening. I think it's appalling that we're letting thousands of people into our country. I mean, honestly, uh, what, what, what this story came out yesterday. Hold on. I got it. I got it highlighted even. Mm-hmm. Illegal immigrants get court dates scheduled for years in the future and are allowed to stay in the U.S. in the meantime. Now... <laughs> So, so they, these illegal immigrants, they get court dates to, to show up, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's three years down the line. Do, do we put a tracker on them for three years? We just let them roam? Uh, I don't want to support them, but the only way to get a Cowboys jersey, um, the only thing I buy is Nike. And, and, and look, look, I have... Uh, is my new uh, Texas jersey, if, if I want to buy a Texas, I'm supporting University of Texas. Nike already paid them. University of Texas is getting my money. So if they have a deal with Nike, then I, I have to, if I want a Nike jersey, if I want a Longhorns jersey, then I have to fucking, I have to suck it up. I don't buy their shoes. I don't buy their hats. I don't buy any, I have a Nike jersey. I try not to buy Nike product. Nike don't like fat people, so it's easy for me. I mean, during the pandemic, I wore a mask that said, eat a bag of dicks when I travel on airplanes. I had one that was a gag ball. People were looking at that one. That was a pretty good one. Uh, mask with chick dicks all over it, different sizes and colors. So we're, we're allowing all this in the country. Nobody's doing anything. Nobody's upset. We're upset at beer companies. I'm just telling you Priorities. You're upset at beer companies. I'm upset at beer companies. I, I'm upset at the stupidity of this country. That's what I'm most upset at. I mean, honestly. To me, there's nothing more stupid than what Miller just did. They did. 
they did what the VP of marketing wanted to do, and they did it in a, in a minute and 30-second commercial. And what they wanted to do was say, fuck men. That's what they wanted to say. Fuck men. All right. Good. Buy, buy sales. Buy, buy nice cars. Buy nice all that shit. Uh, let's see. I got a couple of videos to play. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, we got mischief here. What's this? Oh, 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 okay. This is fantastic. Donald Trump was, um, or not Donald Trump, uh, President Biden in Des Moines got into it with our man, Peter Ducey. And this is what he had to say to Peter Ducey. You ready? May 15th, 2023. Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened? That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. Still Donald Trump's fault. Still his fault. Isn't that interesting? Still his fault. Yet, for some odd reason, yesterday, Special Counsel John Durham, who was tapped by former Attorney General Bill Barr in May 2019 to get to the bottom of why the FBI launched a probe into the 2016 campaign of Donald Trump and called for Russian collusion... It was all bullshit. What they had was seriously deficient. Based on the review of related intelligence activities, the Justice Department and FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strictly fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in the report. Neither the U.S. nor intelligence community appears to have possessed any, any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the Crossfire investigation. Meaning they investigated for three years and had no evidence. They wasted hundreds of millions of dollars and had no evidence. Yet, on the other hand, they did not do their due diligence when they were investigating Hillary Rodham Clinton. Remember all those emails? Remember all that? The FBI pushed that to the side. Said, no, no, we aren't going to look into that. We're going to make up all this other bullshit. Let's remember he was impeached for this. I got a listener mail tomorrow. I can't wait. Uh, listener mail uh, every Wednesday brought to you by our friends at JS Floors. Um, I got to tell you, 
Ask me a question about the election. I'm, I'm having a hard, hard time. A very, very hard, hard time. With believing that the next election will be true. But uh, like I said, we'll, we'll get to it. Oh, here's a, here's a tweet that I wanted to play. We'll, we'll get back to how awful our federal government is because this is how awful our people in this country are. I'm going to play you a little bit of this video. Um, it looks like this baby is a newborn. Can't be more than a couple months old. So uh, here you go. After a six-month break, we're back. So I thought I could answer some questions about how we raise our baby gender-neutral. For those who don't know, this is Monty, and we use they-them pronouns for them. This is definitely the most asked question, and the answer is really simple. We chose to raise our baby gender neutral because for any child, there will always be the chance that they are trans, gender nonconforming, or any other identity that doesn't correspond to their assigned sex at birth. We want our child to come into their identity rather than having to come out. Although non-binary is not a default gender, we felt as parents this was the best way to alleviate Monty of the societal pressure of gender. I, I don't need to play anymore. Why are you doing this to a baby? This is not a cabbage patch doll. This is a living, breathing human being. That once you start confusing them at an early age where their, where their brains are, are, are like sponges, this kid right here, I, I'm just going to right now, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, this kid has no shot. Poor little Monty, no, no shot whatsoever. And it's all because of these. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Put down of the day. Here we go. It's all because of these queef tards. Yeah, that's a good one right there. You don't want to be a queef tard. Mm-mm. These queef tards are ruining this kid. They're 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 making they're they're taking any kind of individuality away from this child. Oh God Almighty! The beatings that this kid will have to endure at school. That's like saying there's a chance this baby could be a serial killer, so we euthanized it. <laughs> They're raising a serial killer. Gender is a biological, yeah, yeah, it, it really, V Coop, that's fantastic. But what they said there was, we don't know because there's a chance that this baby could be transgender. Well, there's a chance, just like V Coop said, that this baby could be a serial killer. So why not kill it before it kills? I mean, we've had people, <laughs> some fucked up we are as a nation. Remember, it was just two weeks ago, not even that, that we talked about a woman who poured Drano in her eyes because she thought she should have been born blind. Now, what in the psychological bullshit is going on that anybody would allow her to do that? My favorite t-shirt is a picture of Jesus holding a bowl of ramen and says ramen instead of amen. I wear it to church and tell people Jesus loves ramen because he's Asian, because Israel's an Asian. The faces people make at church are so great. That kid could grow up to be a rapist. Yep, cut his wiener off. 
Unbelievable. Now, now, you guys are bringing up something. It 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 rings a bell in my in my movie head real quick. Do you remember when when parents would dream about what their kids could become? And the movie I'm thinking of was The Last Boy Scout with Damon Waynes and Bruce Willis. Great fucking movie. And Damon Waynes tells a story about how his baby was alive for 13 minutes, and he always toasts him. He says, to Alex the astronaut. We used to dream about these things, and now we're dreaming that, oh, our kids could be transgender. Boy, aim low. Aim low, future parents out there. We named our child Tyrone because there's a chance he could be born black. Oh, anybody who thinks Jesus is white is out of their damn minds. Jesus ain't no damn honky. You people, you people, you Jesus folks, look, look, I like the man. I like what he stood for. I'm a follower, if you will. But I ain't under any kind of fucking... Idea that Jesus is white. Jesus did not spend any time in Salt Lake City. He didn't get better tables at restaurants because he was white. If I need a license to drive a garbage truck, why the fuck can we not make it so people can get a license to be a parent? Ugh. License to breed has been something that's been talked about forever. It's a tad bit anti-American. That, that's one reason why I'll say it. It's a tad bit, it's a tad bit communistic. I understand it though. I understand. It. Like, you see, this is the way it should work. You, you you should be able to bear bear a child, right? You can be, and once the kid starts fucking up, you get demerits. And we got family jail for people who get too many demerits. We don't put them in, like, you know, rapist and killer jail. We put them in parent jail. Jesus never drank white claws either. You're damn right he didn't. Jesus was a man. Jesus drank wine. Hell, he could turn water into wine. That's more than a magician, man. That, that's everybody's favorite guy at a party. By the way, the Department of Justice is turning a blind eye as corruption informant reportedly goes missing. That's right. They could not, uh, the, the, the representative Tim Burchin of Tennessee confirmed that they cannot track down the key witness in the federal agencies such as the FBI and DOJ have turned a blind eye to both the missing informant and the Biden family alleged corruption. Well, isn't that strange that the person that was going to blow the whistle... Surprise! 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 I'm going to say they're probably... You know what? I'm not going to even say probably. I'm going to say they're dead. Dead, dead, dead. Now an FBI agent says the Durham probe should have never happened. Shocking. 
We have all these different agencies and all these different banks and all these different groups coming out talking about how they gave Hunter Biden all this money and the Biden family and the LLCs and all this kind of stuff. Yet nothing is being done. Nothing is being done. Can, can you hear the, 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 just the, the loss in my voice? Donald Trump, who hasn't been anywhere in the last year, starts showing up and campaigning and gets one, two fucking cases put against him. One's over. He was found guilty in a civil trial. And then he's got the other one coming up in New York. Those, like, happened overnight. We have evidence. We have the bank statements. We have all this. Let's impeach. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong here? Wow, oh, wow. Uh, Durham report contains evidence there is a dual system of justice in our country. Golly. You don't say. Really? No. Let's remember, shall we? Let's just go back a few years, shall we? Let, let me get the right music. Remember that little thing that we had that some refer to it as the pandemic? COVID-19. I remember hearing stories about restaurants that had to open because otherwise they weren't going to be able to make their rent payments and things like that. And they had to open. And the long arm of the law came down and they took their alcohol licenses, something that restaurants have to have to really be viable. Shut them down. Yet during the the height of the pandemic, so weird that the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a hold your hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically, I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. There you go. I'll, I'll just shoot up on the sidewalk in San Francisco. Um, you can't impeach the shadow president. No, no, but you can impeach the sitting president. And then when somebody really gets in there and they can kick the shadow president out or they can go, aha. But do, do you remember that Gavin Newsom during the height of the pandemic? Showed up at the French Laundry in San Francisco, or the in, in the Bay Area, and in, in the wine country, if you will. A a a, a restaurant where it's about a thousand dollars a head, and he was there for a fiftieth birthday party for a friend of his, and it was a group of ten, and there was no social distancing, and there were no masks, and they were all in the same room. You remember that? This is the same man that told you, you can't go to church. You can't worship your God. You can't go and ask your God to stop this pandemic. 
You can't go to your grandmother's funeral. You have to watch it on Zoom. Your kids can't have birthday parties. You can't celebrate Christmas or Thanksgiving together. But Gavin Newsom can go to a 50th birthday party at one of the most expensive restaurants in all of California like there's nothing wrong. And I'm supposed to jump for joy when I see a story that says the report contains evidence that there's a dual system of justice? Why wasn't the French laundry taken down? Why wasn't it closed and their liquor license rescinded? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, I already know. I already know. Once again, pissing in the winds. Apple Bistro's Plasterville stayed open the entire time with a big sign out in front, no mask allowed. Uh, they shut the business down because the health department came and took their license, so I hope they get their restaurant back. It's still closed. They aren't going to get their restaurant back. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I, look, look I, I feel for them. They ain't going to get it back. Of course they're not. They're not going to get that shit back. Think of all the restaurants that have closed in Sacramento. There's a fucking major sandwich place that was in downtown that closed because they couldn't afford it after the pandemic. But teens could have set butt sex, according to the CDC. Yes, we learned that on this show. And why did we learn that on this show? Because this show is educational. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the reminder, V. Coop. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Oh, my God, those drive-by birthday parties were so fucking lame. They were. Pastor Locke kept his church open the whole pandemic. Now he's being sued by three different parties uh, for partially staying open. Those people decided to go. Say, I, uh, look, there was a police department in Georgia. You know, the Bible Belt, Georgia, Georgia. I say, I say, George, I declare. that they, they use that phrase there, I declare. There was a, a police department in Georgia that threw roofing nails into a church parking lot because the church was planning on doing a drive-through Easter celebration. The police department vandalized their parking lot and bragged about it. They infringed on a group's First Amendment right, and nothing was done. I look back on that time, and I'm still to this day shocked. I recall coming and sitting at this desk every day of this pandemic, never agreeing with it, never saying it was the right thing to do, thinking masks were stupid and the social distancing was a waste of time. I didn't care about the vaccines. If you took it, you took it. If you didn't, you didn't. Whatever. Why? Because it was all bullshit. It was, a, well, Arnie, what about people who were dying? This was, this was a, a modernized version of a flu that affected people with pre-existing Conditions And I went on the record day in and day out saying if you have pre-existing conditions, then this is something that you need to brace yourself for. 
But if you're a healthy human being, this is nothing more than a cold, and I was called out for it. We stop being America. That's the easiest way to put it. We stop doing what made us America. Do you know why they targeted the World Trade Center, the terrorists? Do you know why they targeted that? And this is, this is the biggest fucking, I don't know if you want to call it oxymoron or, or hypocritical thing I've ever seen. They targeted the World Trade Centers because they represented what America stands for, and that's money. These 19 people from Saudi Arabia who like to spend a lot of money, and they have more money to spend than anybody. But they hate us for having the money and the freedoms that we have. We allow women to walk around in public showing their faces. Oh, the outrage. Even the ones that are so ugly they got to trick-or-treat over the phone. Yeah, I'm going to use that one until it, it, it burns into my vernacular. They went after us for the money. That's what the world sees us as. So if you don't like the fact that I tell you that America stands for going to the malls, going and doing their shopping, buying shit, doing shit, living their lives, going to their favorite restaurants, going out, seeing a movie, going out to a ball game, going to to a movie. I, I don't care what it is, but that's what makes America America. And the freedom to do that. And we all had to give it up. We were forced to give it up. I didn't want to give it up. I spoke daily about not giving it up. We were forced to give it up for the sniffles. I talk a lot about Gen X and how we're a great generation. We ain't shit. We ain't shit. Do you think the greatest generation would have stood for that? Do you think the baby boomers would have stood for that? No, they wouldn't have. All the baby boomers were fucking dying from this. And the greatest generation, they're gone. They would have said, fuck that shit. I'm going to stay open. I don't give a fuck about a cold. I lost my arm in the war, and I'm still a mechanic. We have to do better. We got to do better. That's all I'm asking for is doing better. And doing better starts next year when you vote. And I'm not telling you to vote Republican. I'm not telling you to vote Democrat. I'm not telling you, but vote. That's the first place we can start doing better is getting more people to vote. Second thing, this is going to be the hard thing here. Don't care about what other people have. Don't. It doesn't matter what they have. Be happy. You don't even have to be happy with what you have. You can, you can aspire to have more, but don't have more because the people down the street have more. Have more because you want more, not because they have more. Uh, I'm not voting for Trump, that's for sure, because he's orange and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and, and he, he's mean. He says mean things on Twitter. My favorite is when they do call him a racist, though. And then you you throw some old Biden quotes at him. You go, you know who said that, right? Oh, Donald Trump. No, that was Joe Biden. 
Well, you're 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 a doo-doo head, and they walk away. And we can start by giving people uh, Sting, Bud Light, and Miller a hard time until they've had enough. Absolutely, absolute look. I always say it. Hey, you reap what you sow. If I were to come on this show and start saying crazy-ass, backward-ass shit, you guys would go away, and that would be me reaping what I sowed. Shouldn't be any different for those companies when they fucking decide they're going to stick their dicks out in the wind. Uh, One good piece of news here before we take a break. Um, the education department is preparing to restart federal student loan repayments after a three-year pause. Oh, those student loan people are going to be unhappy. Um, let's see, uh, Secretary Cardona, the, the man, uh, the Secretary of Education who can't define what a woman is, might need a new job there, pal. Never heard Trump call half the country white supremacist. No, no, I never heard him say that, no. He revealed the administration's intentions, um, asked why the government should forgive student loan borrowers when President Biden is demanding that Congress pay its debt. So they're saying, no, you guys, you guys you know, kids, uh, you got to start paying it back. Sorry about that. This entire administration needs to just be just just completely kicked out. Everybody, there, there is he has his cabinet is his cabinet is infected. We need to put one of them fucking roach motels in there where the roaches check in, but they don't check out. Miguel Cardona is the stupidest person, and that includes the lady that Trump put up for his Secretary of Education. You can't define what a woman is, sir. You're fired. Mayorkas, fired. Pete Buttigieg, you want to spend $20 million on crash test dummies that have boobs? Fired. That fucking tranny? Fired. Right, yeah, you're you're in charge of health and human services. Yeah, okay. I swear to God, man. Oh, all right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I got one more story that's going to piss me off, and then I think we got a lot of fun stories coming up. I know in the last break we got tons of fun stories coming up. I promise. So, uh, it is 80s week. I promised you that. So we're going to we're going to play some some old school 80s just good shit right here.
Cool J is hard as hell. Battle anybody, I don't care. You tell. I excel. They all fail. Gonna sell double L. Wait a slice.
Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. So many subwoofers blew out in the 80s to that song. That song has more bass. Oh, my God. But uh, LL Cool J in the 80s was about as hard as you could get for a while. Yeah, I mean, you, you had the Fat Boys, and they, they were kind of funny. Then you had Run DMC, which was the... It was the, the accepted group. They weren't too hardcore. They talked about their Adidas. And they were fantastic. Probably my all-time... Between, between Run DMC and DMX, I, I, I'm old, old school, so... I do love uh, LL Cool J. He was hardcore, and th- and then all of a sudden, Public Enemy came out. You had Eric B. and Rakim. Eric B. was more of a poet than anything. KRS-One, he started to get a little political, but he didn't have teeth like Public Enemy did. Public Enemy is probably the main reason why they, this movement was made in California, that they considered gangster rap. And that's what gave us NWA. And the rest they can say is history. But at one time, rap music, boy, I tell you what. You look back at that golden age of rap, I will match that up against Jay-Z, Ludacris. Anybody you got, anybody you want to march up to the plate, I'll march up that old school. Miss old school rap, my son and I got uh, to meet DMC at a Comic-Con. He's the nicest person. God almighty, that's awesome. Uh, My son was like, who is that? After we met DMC, I was like, he's from Run DMC. And he was like, what's that? And I started singing It's Tricky. And my son was like, oh, my God, I love that song. Also, DMC has his own comics. He makes all the money he gets from them and gives them to school programs in the inner city. Daryl McDaniel is a good man. And uh, the reason why, and, and man, oh, man, I respect this so much. Sucks, though, for us fans. We'll never see a Run DMC reunion, and Daryl McDaniel will tell you why. It's because his DJ's not there. Jam Master J. I, I will take any DJ in the world. Steve Ioki, you can get all them, and you line them up, and you put them against Jam Master J. Jam Master J is going to fucking whoop that ass. Mama said, knocked you out. Yeah, LL had so many great songs. It was hard for me to pick one, but I wanted to pick the most... 80s nostalgia. And now, look, we got another music break coming up. We got one more rap song, and I think this is the rap song that completely encapsulates. And I'm, I'm going to still play more rap music this week from the 80s, but I'm playing the rap song today that encapsulates the entire 80s. Everybody knows the song I'll be playing later. DMC blew uh, our house vocal cords uh, out his vocal cords as well. That, that doesn't surprise me. I know the DOC did that. DOC got in a, in a car accident. DOC was part of the NWA group. He was from Dallas. DOC, he was badass. But, yeah, he got in a car accident, got in a major throat injury, and never was the same. All right, back uh, to the show we go. Um, now, you know I hate doing this. You know it, you know it, you know it. I hate doing this. But contractually, I have to. I'm obligated to play the, the sound effects. Every time this happens, 
A Tennessee judge is set to decide whether the full, unredacted manifesto of the school shooter, Audrey Elizabeth Hale, will be publicly released. And I do believe that I said that if it is ever released, it will be heavily redacted. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. Doing his little shimmy, it makes the women here in Cleveland puke. Why can't we see it? Isn't this public knowledge or isn't this public information? Who are we trying to protect? Redacted material is there to protect the innocent. This person is not innocent. This person went into a fucking school, a Christian school, and a lot of people are saying, well, that was a hate crime. I... I think all crimes are fucking involve some bit of hate, especially something to this level. And executed a nine-year-old. A nine-year-old because she was the daughter of the pastor that was trying to help this person out. Not to mention the five others, including two other nine-year-olds and three employees of the school. But it was more important for the vice president to miss the the uh, not not meet the parents, but but instead meet the three state congress people that were kicked out because they wanted to organize a coup at the state capitol building. I keep asking because the the the, the answer is always the same. Stop asking the question. The answer is the same. We have to do something about this. Hell, I don't know what it is. Vote these people out of office. Take their means of money away from them. Take their means of power away from them. Stand up to these fucking groups. And I'm not talking about the alphabet mafia. I'm talking about the corrupt politicians, the corrupt DAs, the corrupt assholes that are all out there. On both sides of the aisle. Stand up to them. He's part of the Looney Tunes. I mean, Alphabet Mafia. It's the only way it's going to stop is when we say it. Budweiser, hey, look, Budweiser's a great example of they fucked around and they found out, and it cost them $8 billion. Now, over time, they will recoup that because Americans have a short memory, and they do love beer. I'm, I'm no under no... And, and by the way, this will happen too. When Buzzweiser reaches back and they get their $8 billion back and they're profitable again, you're going to see somebody from the Alphabet Mafia mention that. Oh, look at that. Budweiser's still doing fine, even though they support us. They're going to say something like that. It's going to happen. I'll play the sound effects again when I'm right, because contractually I have to. Death was uh, too far lenient for the punishment for that murder. People who harm children are the scum of society. Douglas, I couldn't agree with you more. 
I, I like these laws that Ron DeSantis is passing in Florida. It's like you get life sentence if you hurt a kid or you molest a kid. No, you know what? The, 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 honestly. And I learned this by watching a, 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 an episode of Criminal Minds, and it just stuck in my head forever because it's so true. There's a scene where this gal who's, who was raped once before, br- brutally raped, she finds the guy. And she's holding him a, a captive, and she's, you know, winging him with, with, with a gun. She's shooting him in the leg and all this kind of stuff. And the FBI shows up to save the guy's life. And the lady's not happy. He, they're like, oh, he's going to be in prison for the rest of his life, blah, blah, blah. And she says something that's so really, it, it, it's beyond TV. Because, and, and it's funny because it comes from TV, but it's so true. Here's a victim who was fucking savagely raped in this TV show. And she looks at, at this FBI agent who had the same thing kind of happen to her, but she got to kill her assailant. And she goes, is your monster alive? And the FBI agent said, no. And she goes, see, I have to live with knowing that this guy's alive. Knowing that there's there's an infinitesimal chance that they could get out, but they could get out. I say death penalty for anybody who rapes or anybody who fucking fucks with a child. Death penalty. Take that monster away. That monster doesn't need to breathe anymore. I did drink. I didn't drink the Bud Light. I did enjoy the Stella Artur from time to time. Not anymore, Stella. I don't know why they're protecting this shooter. I I, I guess it's because they're a part of the the alphabet cult. I, I'm not sure. I think it's ridiculous. Let the manifesto out. Tell us the truth. Hmm. All right. All right, now, 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 maybe some fun stories, okay? <laughs> I promise. This first one, it, uh, I, I'm beside myself. The federal government, the USDA, is considering a ban on flavored beverages in elementary schools and middle schools across the U.S. as critics fear it will lead to kids missing out on key nutrients. And what are they talking about banning by flavored beverages? I'm going to tell you. They're talking about possibly banning chocolate milk. Uh, Here, here, Arnie. If not the death penalty, then there's always castration. Which, by the way, by the way, hey. Yeah, uh, Stella is owned by AB, and that's why he says he's not drinking it anymore. He says no more to Stella. Now, why do you want to do that to kids? Why do you want to take chocolate milk away from them? Are, are, are we walking around all nutrient-defied or, 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 or deficient? I probably am because all I drink is Dr. Pepper and chocolate milk. That's right. We have a dairy in Terrell, Texas. It's called 1836. That's the year Texas gained our independence. And I got to tell you, it is the greatest chocolate milk I've ever had. 
You can you can put it up against quick any day of the week, and this shit will win. This shit, I, I, I'm not kidding. This chocolate milk tasted, it, it tastes like a melted Frosty. That's how good this chocolate milk is. It's like Frosty good. And we want to take that away from kids? Dude, that was the highlight. That was one of the highlights of being a poor kid in school. When you got your lunch meal, you, you got your little your little card. See, we didn't have soda machines in school. No, no, no. We didn't have soda machines in school until I got to high school. Junior high? No, we didn't have one. I, well, did we, we, we might have had one in the locker room. Might have been one in the locker room. But it wasn't served in the cafeteria. No siree, Bob. You know what was served there? Milk. Either white milk or chocolate milk. And white milk it, 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 eaten out of a carton is gross. Chocolate milk is a great post-workout drink. Don't know why they take it. Well, I do, because these people are no fun. You are not going to take uh, – i tell you this right now. If Roscoe's going to school and there ain't no chocolate milk there, I'm taking him out of that school. Getting rid of chocolate milk. What kind of Nazi fucking move is that? Isn't it bad enough that these kids have to go to school and listen to all this shit? We remember school. Let's let's go way back in time, shall we? Let's not let, let's not go back to the fun times at junior high and high school. Let's go back to elementary school. When school wasn't fun. When school sucked. When school it was a pain in the ass to go to. See, and I'm from a generation where we had to carry them big ass heavy books. That's why our generation has so many back problems, because those damn history books were fucking heavy. And you know what gave us the strength to carry those history books? I'll tell you, chocolate milk, that's the strength. You walk into the lunchroom, you sashay through the plate lunch line, you're like, okay, it's pizza day. What goes better than, than, than corn with pizza? I still don't understand that one. Ooh, and I'm going to wash it down. With an ice cold chocolate milk. Or at least it was ice cold while it was sitting in the carton. And now it tastes like carton. Especially if that if if the part gets worn, if you don't keep that remember how you had to open them, you you pull it to the side and you 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 push out. And if you fucked it up and you had to pull it, and that carton got a little wet, ugh, that was that was bad. It was still chocolate milk, but it was ugh. Live for the chocolate milk at school. This chocolate milk that I drink today reminds me of chocolate milk I had in school. Agreed, Arnie. My chocolate milk was the highlight of my day at school. Damn right. They have already taken chocolate milk away for, at the elementary schools. They get it occasionally. Thanks, Michelle Obama. How do you take away chocolate milk? That's racist. I bet you if we play, if we play the race card enough, we can get chocolate milk in every school again. There will be an abundance of chocolate milk. And don't start with your strawberry milk and all that kind of shit. What about this? What about that? I'm here to tell you, even this idiot. It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not, like, cow milk. You know what I mean? Strawberry milk sucks. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Strawberry milk sucks. 
Yeah, y'all want to get your quick strawberry? That's fine. Eat it, drink it, whatever you want to do with it. It ain't nowhere near chocolate milk. It does not hold the jockstrap of chocolate milk. My ultimate, this is my ultimate nighttime guilty pleasure, and I've said it once on this show, and I don't do it much anymore because I take my teeth out at night, and um, the only guy, I, I like to get a piece of bread and I toast it, and I slap some butter on there to make sure the butter melts, and then I put some extra thick, uh, extra chunk jiff on there. And then a little bit more butter, and then fold it up, and you eat that with chocolate milk. Maybe, and I know I get I'll get ridiculed for this. Put a couple ice cubes in the chocolate milk to make it ice cold. So I can't do that though without my teeth in, because the chunky peanuts hurt. I've tried it with the I've tried it with the creamy, not the same. Every once in a while I have it, and it's fucking good. So Jess says, good morning, Arnie. Strawberry milk is great, and cows aren't harmed from it either. Wait, I thought you liked cold butter on bread. No, no, yeah, yeah, cold butter, bad. Pet peeve. Ice cold butter at a restaurant. Don't get me started, Ogre. Don't get me started. I'm already mad enough they're taking away chocolate milk from children. Don't get me started on this cold butter fucking revolution. Fancy restaurant, my ass. You wouldn't have fucking cold butter. That shit was fucking put in. <laughs> they store their butter on hoth. There you go. There's a reference for you, Ogre. Get one of them smelly tantoonies or whatever they're fucking called to bring it down. What about spreading butter on fresh and hot apple pie? I've never put butter on it. I've put a piece of cheese on it. I don't like the cheese and apple pie combination. Cauliflower and ham. Sanchez family, what the fuck is wrong with you? That right there is the anti-fucking fun meal right there. That will kill me. That would literally... That would li- if I bit into a cauliflower ham sandwich, I think I would die immediately. I would start gagging on the floor, flopping around. Hey, everybody, look! Sanchez family wants to kill me. So when I'm dead next week on the floor, everybody point to Sanchez family. You probably have strawberry milk waiting for me, too. Damn it. Or, or, or even better, root beer. Root beer in a Dr. Pepper can. Oh, I was raised on country crock, and then my ex-wife got me on real butter, and I generally still use stick butter and meow. I was raised on country crock, too, because it was spreadable, and I, I liked it. I still have it every now and then. I'm I'm on back on regular butter now. We keep that shit out and covered to where it gets it, it melts on its own. Oh, that stuff's good. I gotta tell you. Fuck your mama. Hot mama, good morning to you. Welcome to the big show today. Um You know, just just when we thought that Chicago might be turning a corner. 
because they got rid of Gollum. And I got rid of the sound effect because she's no longer there, right? It, oh, no, it's still there? Nobody likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. Chicago's new woke mayor says rioters shouldn't be demonized. He also refused to give kids bad grades when he was a teacher and supported to defund the police movement. I don't know if you've seen these videos that have been popping up recently. Um, we saw a video a couple couple weeks ago, three, maybe four weeks ago. About a group of about 250, 300 teenagers who were out in Chicago on what they like to call the Miracle Mile. Now, the Miracle Mile is a gigantic tourist destination for Chicago. So we have all your fancy shops, Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Tiffany's. They all have shops there. And downtown Chicago was once a very, very protected area due to the fact that it was their tourist. It's where they make a lot of money. Well, these 300 kids were out there, and they were assaulting and jumping on people, tourists. And the, the new mayor comes out and says, well, they shouldn't be demonized. Now what kids are doing is, th- this is really fun, this is neat. Um, they're going into the streets. And large groups of kids are walking in the streets like packs of wild dogs. And they'll jump on cars and they'll try to stomp out windshields and things like that. They, they don't move. They make the cars move around them. Well, I'm here to tell you. I'm ready to take a road trip to Chicago. And I'm going to put the fucking hammer down, son. As they would say in, 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 in Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, I'm running over some motherfuckers. You're in the damn road. Get out of the way. The new mayor is worse than Gollum. It's looking that way. Douglas says, I haven't had one in a while. I think cauliflower pizza is in my near future. Correction, Arnie, you had all those shops. They're leaving Chicago in droves. You're very right, Sawyer's dad. Best hamburger I ever had was on the Miracle Miles at Weber's Grill. Greatest hand. Look, look, look. You know I'm a fat guy, and you know I know my food, and you know I know my hamburgers. The greatest cheeseburger I ever had in my entire life. We're talking Whataburger, McDonald's, fucking Keller's here in Texas, anywhere. Get it done at the Get it done at the Weber Grill. And they got one in Indianapolis, so you can go there. If they ever got one here in Dallas, I might get fat. I'm just telling you that right now. It's really sad these people in big cities vote for bad candidates that will make their lives worse. They don't vote for candidates. They vote for letters. In city elections especially. I don't know when the last time Chicago had a Republican mayor was. Why are we doing it? Because it ain't ever done before. Smokey the Bandit. Yep. Going to make a game out of that shit. Ten points per roadblock. I'd love to drive around in a Mad Max car. There's spikes, flamethrowers, the whole nine yards. You know, I, I want to get one of them uh, 
get me one of them uh them them tornado chaser cars. Fucking eight. Nothing's gonna hurt that thing. If that thing can go through an F five fucking finger of God tornado, fuck, it can handle Chicago. I know this is gonna sound horrible about our parents, but it was true. I think my parents told me, do you know the best way to not get hit by a car, Arnie? I said, what? And it said, don't play in the fucking street. I can't think that, that generations got bolder. We got bold. I, I think the drivers became pussies. Shit, if we were playing in the street, in my street, and we didn't get out of the way, we would have been hit by a damn car. Cars don't fuck around. They know what time it is. Eh, pedestrians always have the right of way. Fucking idiots. Get out of the damn road. You know how many kids in my day were hit by cars? I love, uh, let's see. Uh, that's the truth. Don't play in the street. It is. If you see a car coming, kids used to yell car, but now we've all turned into queef tarts. How dare that car come down the road? My favorite, this is my favorite thing to do, and I will do it because I've done it in my own neighborhood. Them, them, them people that put them fucking signs out, that little fake yellow kid. First of all, it, it's a, it, an assault to Asians. Why's the kid got to be yellow? See, Mage, I got your back. Warning children at play. How about if I put up a big old fucking sign in front of every motherfucking house? Warnings. Cars drive on the road. Honey, can't get Honey, can't get Fucking run them things over. I saw that. I, I saw one of those at like Lowe's or something. I kicked the shit out of that thing. I kicked that thing over. Fuck them. No Ching Chong's on the slide. <laughs> Swear to God. Warning, kids at play. Do you have that sign up in your house, too? That's a full-size Asian man, Arnie. Stop it. That's my new battle cry. Warning kids at play. Warning kids at play. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me stop my vehicle on the place it was destined to, to, to be, and I'll allow this game of horse to continue. You ever honk at these kids? They give you a look like you're fucking crazy. Get out of the fucking way. Oh, oh, ass family, I showed restraint yesterday. Oh, I showed restraint. See, th- this is why I know sometimes maybe I'm not going straight to hell. So yesterday, uh, we had to go get some stuff at the uh, at the grocery. And it was me and Braddy and uh, uh, the good kid because Spawn was working. And we took Roscoe with us. Roscoe likes the grocery store. Well, he likes it because I make it fun because I push the cart. 
So we got him in the cart. We're leaving right now. Now I've had a couple run-ins. Had a couple run-ins at 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 this store down the street. One with a, a parking a, a, a cart getter, and this store hires people that are a tad bit challenged. And as you know, I do not make fun of those people. When I say words like queef-tard or retard or fucktard, I ain't talking about it. I, I, I'm inspired by, by special needs people or, or, or by people that have been touched or Down syndrome people, whatever you want to say. I'm inspired by them. But, but every once in a while, they can piss me off. They're, they're human beings, too, and I can get pissed off at them. Happened a couple, a few weeks ago. I was, uh, I was waiting to park. And this, uh, this, this kid who had, you know, a lot of strength because he's one of them, he's pushing the carts out. Well, he, he's, he's backing up, and I'm, 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 like, watching him back up, and I'm like, he's not paying any attention to me. He's not paying any attention to me. I got a big-ass fucking big old Chevy truck, all right? Big old black Chevy truck that doesn't seem like anybody could ever fucking seem to see. And he almost backs up into me. So I give him a little honk. Just a little one. Just a little burp. Not, not the dickhead Arnie, the, you know, dickhead Arnie just lay on the horn. I gave him a little bonk because I know. You know, he's been touched. A little downsy. And he just looks at me. He doesn't move. He's just looking at me. I can't get around him. I'm like, come on. Keep coming back. You got room to come back. Come on. And he, he's just looking. And I'm like, God damn it. So after about a minute, he just starts to push it back in. So I fucking I, I get into my parking place, slam the door. I'm like, God damn it. Didn't say anything to him. And yesterday, the great restraint I showed. I, you know what? I should get a medal for this. So somebody, hey, hey. Somebody call them people at Nobel. Even even the good kid, he said, "Wow, I was expecting a lot more from you." I felt like I felt like I had disappointed him. So we're in the store, and uh, we we check out. And as we're walking out, I'm pushing the cart, and and and, and, and Ross goes in the cart, and one of these kids decides to say something. He goes, oh, that's a baby. No, that's a baby. Is that a boy or a girl? Trying to be nice. Trying to be nice. I said, he's a little boy. And then the guy goes, where's his mother? Now, usually you would probably ask what the name is next, but where's the mother? Do I not look fit to take care of this child in this kid's eyes? Where's the mother? And I, I just, I, 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 I said she's, she's back there at work, and I just kept going. And, 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 and I was sat there. I was like, wait a second, what the fuck kind of? But, but see, uh, and, and, and the, the good kid, he, he's like, I'm shocked. I'm surprised you. He goes, I was waiting for you to let him have it. I was like, man, I, I can't do that to him. I mean. Where's the mother? I, I've never heard that question. Maybe I was I was thrown off because the question was so odd. Say I am. 
Arnie acts like a normal human. I deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. Thank you. Swoosh, you get it. See, I I, I mean, honestly. Uh, See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Swoosh gets it. That sign should read, warning, I let my kids play outside without supervision. Same as we did when we were kids. If they do something stupid, you have my permission to spank them. Amen. I wish that sign was available. Sounds like this motherfucker wanted to find out. Uh, do I not look like the mother? I, I just I couldn't say anything to him. Like like I said, I, I can't I can't fire on those people. That's not fair. That's not a fair fight. See see, sometimes you have to understand what the rules of engagement are. I have superior firepower on that kid. I mean that this would be like the the U.S. military going up against I don't know, you know some some Radistan fucking place in in Africa that hasn't had food in eighty years. The entire military of the United States against this little fucking country. I I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. A- a- am I losing a step in my old age? I don't know. But I will say this to the, to the good one. I, I know he can hear me. He's in the house right now. I'm sorry I let you down. I will do my best next time to not let you down. Uh, oh, that was the downy dude? Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with him. Yeah, see, oh, no, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Maybe somebody will accost me today. We can keep our fingers crossed. Look, hey, good kid, we're going to the Ranger game. You know somebody's going to piss me off there. So there you go. Um, All right, let's see. What's next? Oh, we got to talk about Skynet again because Skynet's real. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't think Skynet's real, but Skynet's real, people. Jeffrey Hinton, the godfather of AI, is warning the world. The world needs to find a way to control artificial intelligence. I'm telling you. I'm I'm not making these stories. I'm not doing this to be funny. This is a scary time. Arnie, uh, in India culture, any elder had the right to whoop a kid's ass if they fucked around. We didn't call elders by their names. We called them uncle, auntie, or grandma, grandpa, even if not related. See, they got something right over there in India. That's our official Indian right there. Dot, not feather. 7-Eleven, not casino. Not Holy shit, we lost 18 to nothing. I was watching the Stars game. Oof. We lost 18 to nothing last night? I know we were losing. I, I saw the score. I was like, okay, we're losing. New Doc Rivers got fired in Philly? Well, that's what happens when you lose game seven. Hold on a second here. Let me make sure I see the score right. Oh, it was only 12 to nothing. 12 to nothing. That still hurts, but goddamn. We just took 7 out of 10 on the road. We're a little tired. Oof. 12 to nothing does hurt. Well, that's a kick to the nuts. It's okay. 
It's okay. We're still going to be in first place when I go to the game Saturday. Can't wait. Good kid, grab a frying pan, hit Arnie in the head, and say nothing. <laughs> say not the mama. Oh, shit. Have y'all seen that video of that, that fucking guy in Australia? Crocodile comes up, try to fucking eat his little baby, and he fucking whacks him with a cast iron skillet. I want to know how many deaths occur in the world by cast iron skillet. You don't want to fuck around with them things. Hey, by the way, uh, can we defeat AI by simply unplugging shit? Has anybody thought about that? Like, Like they go to the AI center and they just like cut the electricity off? Or, or or are these beings all all producing Wi-Fi? Can we turn the Wi-Fi signals off everywhere? Like, isn't that the easy way to defeat the robots? You just unplug them. Don't let them charge up. I mean, because we're not running them on nuclear power yet, even though the computers will realize that nuclear power is what we should be running shit on, and then they'll fucking somehow figure a way to start up the nuclear companies, and they'll be running all their robots on nuclear, and that way they take us over. See? Skynet real. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a big part of this Hollywood writer strike is that they're, they're, they're worried that the AI is going to start writing better scripts than writers can. Can, can we just slow... Can, hey, ass family. Let me just say that. I, I know that I've been talking about Skynet and all this kind of stuff. Um... Can we just slow our roll on this? That, that, uh, I want you to think about this. Have you ever taken, and uh, because I know it can't only be me and Braddy Kid, have you ever looked up directions like through Apple and they take you on the worst possible route? When you know in your heart of hearts you could have got there another way, but you didn't, you weren't for sure. And then you come home the way you thought you could have gone, you're like, oh my God, that's 15 minutes sooner. See, in Surrey, every once in a while, Surrey doesn't get shit right. She doesn't hear you all the time, right? So I'm going to slow my roll on the AI a little bit. I, I mean, it's real and it will take over and it will, you know, monkeys have chips in their heads and they can control robots now in, so, in some countries. It's crazy. But until so, until Siri gets her direction shit straight with me, there, I look at AI like I look at weathermen and scientists talking about the next hundred years. Y'all motherfuckers can't get the weather right for this week. I ain't going to worry about 50 years from now. All right? And Siri, you cannot get me from here to the Black Eyed Pea without having to take 14 different fucking toll roads when I don't have to. Yeah, uh-uh. I ain't playing your games no more. So we, we can defeat Skynet. Let's just turn it off. In war games, they couldn't turn off Woper. Ah, oh, war games. What a great Matthew Broderick movie that was. I believe Barry Corbin was in that one, too. Pastor Locke thinks the AI might be the Antichrist. He also thinks Harry Potter is the Antichrist. I don't have an Apple iPhone, but my Android has done that. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking. They're all horrible. Horrible. Oh, let's see. Is this one? You know what? Yeah, let's do that. 
Let's do this story here. Save those. Now, now, once again, this takes us back to our time in school. Now, I want you. I want you to hear this, and I want you to think about. I, I want you to think about when you were a kid in school. Now, I'm not going to play the Florida music because I don't think the Florida teacher did anything wrong here. Florida teacher is under investigation for showing a PG-rated movie. Stranger World, which features a gay character to a 10 and 11-year-old student. Can you hear me wiping my brow, rubbing my eyes? Um, ask family, go ahead and, and please put down, because I know what this is going to turn into. What movies did your teachers allow you to watch in high school? Or not even in high school, in school? When it was movie day, when the teacher was a little too hungover to teach, and they, they rolled out that TV that was locked down onto this pulley system and it had an old-time VCR in there. We watched Raiders of the Lost Ark in a history class. I'm not kidding. We had a coach that I guess was getting ready for a bachelor party that week, so all week long we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, do you recall what happened in Raiders of the Lost Ark at the very end? Dude's face is melted off. High school, we got faces of death. My senior year, we watched the rated R version of Macbeth, nudity and all. If it would have came out, I guarantee you our teacher would have let us watch the terrible Demi Moore version of the Scarlet Letter. And you know what? I would have fucking appreciated that because that book sucked. Hester Prynne was a fucking hoe. She's going around throwing that pussy around to the entire village. Of course she's got to wear a Scarlet Letter A. And you should be proud of that letter A, Hester. It's the letter A for Christ's sake. Every Friday, I used to watch Living Color. My teacher would record it, and in Spanish, we watched it in East L.A. Fantastic. We got to watch so much cool shit, and now somebody's upset because of a PG movie. What about Red Asphalt? Well, I got to see Red Asphalt at the Sears Driving School. I didn't take driver's ed in high school. In high school, it was a whole semester. At Sears, it was six weeks. Hester Prynne was awesome. Look, look, Hester Prynne was before her time. Hester Prynne was a proud woman throwing that P around there. I would have worn that A around you damn right. Mm-hmm. Oh, John Smith, don't look at me like you ain't been, been in these bloomers. I was probably the last school year of kids that got to watch the day after. That was the first grade. Also in high school, in traffic school, we got to watch Red Asphalt. 
coolest rated R movie we got to watch was The Challenger blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me tell you something real quick. Let me tell you Gen Zers and Millennials something real quick. We watched The Challenger explode. We're different than you. You get your little trigger warnings. We watched astronauts blow up into space. And then do you know what we did? Do you know the first thing that we did? We made jokes about it. I can remember walking into my English class after lunch. Sitting down, the Challenger exploded. And I kid you not, we came up with a joke right away. And the old joke is, no, I said Bud Light. And then somebody said, well, what does this button do? And then the cavalcade of wonderful jokes came out. Christy McCullough's blue eyes, east and west. Honey, you feed the dog and cat, I'll wash up on shore. Why they have to go to Sprite? Because they couldn't get seven up. That's what we did. We didn't hunker down. We didn't have fucking counselors come to school and go there, there. We manned up. We're so different than you. God almighty. You know, the challenger made us who we are. Thank you, Ogre, for bringing that up. Our safe space was the offensive humor. Amen to that. Literally, I go online the minute I find out a celebrity dies and I try to find jokes. The minute. What about sex ed? We watched a movie and saw pictures of STDs. Oh, my God, it was so nasty. We got to see the episode of Geraldo when he had the clan on stage turned into a brawl and he got his nose broken. Yeah. My driver's ed teacher let us watch the OJ trial. That's pretty awesome. Arnie, when you were driving school, was it on car or horse and buggy? It was still a car. Joe French. That was the name of the guy. I can't believe, Christopher, that you had to watch the day after. Oh, that movie was... That's another one that fucking hardened our shell. Our generation is like an M&M. We're, we're all gooey and stuff on the inside, but, man, that hard outer candy shell, that's going to take a while to melt down. You feed the dog and cat, I'll feed the fish. What does NASA stand for? Need another seven astronauts, of course. Some of you were triggered because y'all raised by a bunch of pussies. Amen. I remember Invaders from Mars and Never Ending Story. Ari, my cousin, went to Christy McCullough Elementary School in Bakersfield. The teachers were explosive. <laughs> Didn't Gilbert Godfrey make 9-11 jokes two weeks after different times and people? Amen. We all saw the day after and we're like, well, we're all going to die. Fuck it. Let's play dodgeball. I never got under another desk again. Nope. Uh-uh. In Texas, we had to do, like, tornado warnings. And once again... The desk. I think they they thought the desks back then were made out of the same material that black boxes on planes were. Oh, nuclear holocaust? Hide under your desk. And there's a scene in the day after where a kid is under a desk and they get evaporated. And you're like, I'm not going to wait under a desk. Tornadoes? The tornado doesn't stop and go, oh, kids are under a desk. We can't hit here. 
Fucking assholes. Whoever came up with that, how did you get a job with the Board of Education? Just hide under the desk, children. (laughs) I want to go back in time and explore that. When has that ever been good? Is that what they do now when there's a fucking active shooter on campus? Hide under the desks. They're not bulletproof. I mean, I don't mean to laugh at, like, the the possibility of dead kids. I mean, it's not funny. But who came up with hide under the desk? Was that Liam Neeson character? Quick, honey, hide under the bed. The kidnappers will never look under there. Blimey. I have an acquired set of tools, of skills. Shut up, Liam Neeson. Go hide under a fucking desk. I hope you all fucking find that funny. 775-357-FANS is number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. All right, here we go. 80s music round two. I remember when I went to school in Japan, the Super Bowl was on Monday, so the classes that day was the TV with the Super Bowl on every class. All the teachers had snacks. We would compete who had the best Super Bowl food. That is awesome. That is fantastic. In Sacramento, we had the air raid test every Friday at 11 for a few seconds every time we thought, this is it. The commies launched their nukes. Nice knowing you. Imagine once a month kids having to hear fake gunshots. No shit. That would be fucking terrible. I still remember watching that movie in first grade. It was right before the Soviet collapse, so I think that's when they stopped showing it. I hope so. Uh, all right, so uh, the, these songs, the, these are total 80s songs, and I hope you enjoy This is really, really MTV at its finest.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Man, oh man, now that was a set of 80s music right there. Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, and Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Hit it. Man, just never got the part of the song where he says, smells like a sound. I didn't care. It was fucking cool, man. Hungry Like the Wolf, Rio. Duran Duran was fucking badass. Boy, they slayed a lot of ass on the road. I got to tell you that right now. And 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 you, who who said Gold says karaoke just a couple Fridays ago? He did. He you did. It takes two. That's a five minute karaoke. That is fucking big. Uh, sing the lady parts. Uh, some lady sang the lady parts for me. We tore that shit up. Hit every lyric on time. Had the place going wild and dancing. It's permanently on the list now. Mm 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 mm. I always thought Arnie could change the Whopper line. I like the Whopper. Fuck the Big Mac. Two, I like Whataburger. Fuck the Big Mac. Hey, one too many syllables. Good thinking, though. And, and Christopher, I got to call you real quick. Um, we we, we got to call Christopher. He gave me a different number to call him to. So. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Uh-oh. Your call cannot be connected. Why can't I? My call can't be connected? Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Did I not hit one? Do I, do I, do I have to hit one? Hold on a second here. Recent info. I tried to call you. Did I, I hit that number that? Let's see. Welcome to Verizon. It's not letting me call you, Christopher. Okay, so let's see. One five nine. Uh. Hold on. Uh. All right, I put the one in front of it. Maybe it'll call now. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be... Oh, my be com- God. Christopher, come on. Christopher, call me. Because I got, I, got, I got a movie story. I got a story about movies, and, and, and you know, if we got a story about movies... All right, I'm calling him now. Call. There we go. It's ringing. It's ringing. Hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah, sorry about that. I I, I, I mistyped my phone number when I sent it to you. Quite all right, my friend. Um, uh, Christopher, you are you are our movie guy. I mean, I, I was just playing your, you know, your. your... Yeah. <laughs> I have a theme song. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. You have the entertainment tonight. You've had it for weeks now. Yeah, it's um, awesome. <laughs> um, now, this week I did a guest review for that horrible movie, One Ranger, and I know that you're going to go mm-hmm. see the, the Fast and the Stupid this week. Um, oh, yeah. I got, you're a big fan of the horror genre, are you not? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of everything. Now, now, let me ask you this. What makes a great horror movie, in your opinion? Okay, well, it depends on it. It always depends on what the what the director's going for. Um, you can have a good slasher, and so if you're going to make a slasher, then then that's what you're going to make. You have there's certain rules you can follow to make a good slasher, or you can go more on the psychological side where you're trying to to get under your skin and and uh, and tell a good story and, and you know. Um, so it's it's like Friday the Thirteenth uh, versus. The Exorcist, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's different. 
Alicia said, you're entertainment and I'm the poop queen. <laughs> well, the shoe fits. Um, so what about when they do the, the, the scary pop-ups? The, you, you, you know how Jump scares. Yeah, the jump scares. What about it? That has to be in horror movies, right? I mean, that, that, that's essential, isn't it? it? Yeah, if you're doing a psychological thing, jump scares. It, but the, my problem is that they can often be a crutch. Okay. Way, way, uh, shittier filmmakers will use it as a crutch where the only scary aspect of the movie is the jump scare. And if, if, that's the, if that's the only thing that's actually scaring your audience, you're fucked up. Uh, okay, so is there such a movie that's too scary for you? No. No, I'm so desensitized to everything. Like I've seen, I've literally seen way too many movies to have any of any. No, no horror movie ever has any effect on me. Okay, the last movie that had a real effect on me, and 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 I'll be honest with you, I don't talk about this very often. I had nightmares after I saw the movie Natural Born Killers. Oh yeah. Oh, because Rodney Dangerfield was a fucking sick pedophile, and I was like, "No, you can't do that to Rodney. Rodney cannot be a sick pedophile." But there is a new movie that has been banned in Australia or in New Zealand, and it's still available in Australia. I don't know if it's streaming. It's called Megan is Missing. Now, I haven't heard of this one. What's this one about? Um, it. it Megan is missing spark concerns over its violent sexual content when it first hit cinemas in 2011. The movie depicts sexual violence and sexual conduct involving young people to such an extent and degree and in such a manner that the availability of the publication is likely to be injurious to the public good. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's my main thing. Like, like I remember when like Blair Witch came out. You remember uh-huh. the, the the first Blair Witch? That made me sick. It didn't make me scared. It made me sick with the shaking of the fucking camera. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, so the movie wasn't scary. It was just the, it gave you motion sickness. Yeah, I, I hated Blair Witch, but I want to know what makes a movie so scary that people cannot watch it. Like it, it well, gets banned. I think I think it's more having to do with with um, with something being too offensive. Uh, there was a movie that came out a while back called a Serbian film, and and that, in, in my opinion, that's something that would be borderline like, oh shit, like what the fuck am I writing with that damn movie? Um, and I think a lot of countries do ban that. Uh, but it, it's just like the subject matter, and I, I think I think um, a, a Serbian film has uh, deals a lot with the child porn. Okay, all right. And, and that that one crosses a that one crosses a line. And that's I, and I'm so desensitized to it, but I I have my limits too. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but but yeah, I think that's probably the only movie that I can think of where I would kind of be like, this one's kind of a bit too far. But I mean, that's like it, honestly, I the only thing that I've ever seen that went too far was mm-hmm. it had to be fucking Human Centipede three. <laughs> Human Centipede 3, when a guy's fucking kidney wound was violated sexually, I was like, you well, know what? Yeah, that that might be a little much. That might be too much for me. Well, it, you just reminded me of that. Wherever that fucking monstrosity that you sent me in the email with, with the same thing happening with the... What the hell was that show you sent me where somebody's fisting somebody's abdomen? Oh, that was something that was on Netflix. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was a Netflix thing where a girl's, like, fucking side opened up and the guy started fingering her. 
That's Dude, close. he shoved his whole forearm down her freaking <laughs> chest, man. That's hot kinky Joe, baby. Hey, I'm telling oh you, hot kinky God. Joe, look it up. It'll fucking change your life. The movie Alien is real. Um, uh, Whitewash says Serbian film was nuts. I haven't seen that. So this is available on Amazon Prime. Megan is missing. If you ever, if you ever have any uh, inclinations, I, I'm not asking you to review it. I'm just, you know, just to see what what the big deal is. So, yeah, but, uh, I'll have to check it out. I'll, I'll I'll report to you later on that one. Okay. Uh, so this week you got Fast and the Furious X. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this this last weekend I kind of took a week off because you should have. Uh, only a couple movies came out, and there was a there was a movie uh, Night of the Zodiac that was Caballeros and Yakos. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's specifically a me movie. That's that one's that I didn't review that one. For I got you because none of you guys are interested in that one. See, um, <laughs> I know next week is a big week for comedies because the Sebastian Manafresco or whatever his name is, uh, Robert De Niro movie comes out. And so does the Burt Kreischer movie, uh, The Machine. So I, I'm probably going to see either one or both of those. But if, if you want to see them, go see them, and we'll review them uh, equally together, my friend. All right. All right. Down. All right, brother. You have a good rest of your day, and get those kids home safe. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. All right, buddy. I'll see you, I'll see you later, buddy. See ya. Dodging Bullets in Fresno Daily. There is our movie guy, Christopher. Yeah, so this film, uh, Megan is Missing. You want to scare the shit out of yourself, I guess. But no, that was a true story about natural born killers, man. That movie fucked me up. I've never watched it since. Have you checked out the Pete Davidson show on Peacock? There's one reason I want to check it out, and it's Joe Pesci, because I hate Pete Davidson. I cannot stand Pete Davidson, but I want to look at it for Joe Pesci. Uh, also messed up films, uh, Sallow, 100 Days of Sodom and Martyrs. Not the American version. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys see those movies. Now, something outstanding happened recently. Oh, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that one yet. Because we, we I, I, I need the ass family. Hot Mama says it's hysterical. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. You make the call. I might watch some of it. I might try it out. I need you ass family. I need you here to make the call. I'm going to read you the story. A woman, we'll call her Ella, because that's what the story's calling her, was uh, leaving her kid with a friend. The friend's name they have is Charlotte. While she had to go out and run an emergency errand. All right, maybe she's got to go pick up medicine. Maybe she's got to do this, that, the other, whatever. The mom was concerned because of Charlotte's immaculate house, but her friend assured her that she was happy to watch her daughter for a few hours. But then Ella returned and was shocked to find a furious Charlotte and sobbing child upon their return. The friend revealed that the child had shattered an expensive bottle of Coco Chanel perfume. And Charlotte, the homeowner, was expecting to be reimbursed for it. Ella recalled that her daughter could not stop crying when she went to pick her up. She told me I needed to pay her back for the perfume, and she said it in tone and uh, implied that it was completely natural for me to expect this. Now, the mom is saying, no, I don't have to pay for this. So ask family. You make the call. You take your little kid to somebody's house. 
It don't matter if their house is super duper nice. It don't matter if it's super, super shit. If your kid breaks something at the house, who's responsible for paying it? Charlotte, the harlot's fault. Okay. Uh, Ogre says the right thing to do is pay for the Chanel. Whitewash says I would pay for it if that was my kid. Donald says it's your house. You're shit up. You as the parent should not be a shitbag and offer and pay for the damaged goods. She agreed to watch the little shit, and she accepts whatever happens. I would offer for my kids being a dumb fuck. Both my kids know better than to fuck around and break shit. If your kid breaks something expensive in the store, you pay for it. Same difference. Well, she said that the little girl admitted to picking up the bottle, and it slipped out of her hand, and it broke. And then Charlotte texted the mom saying, hey, when can I expect reimbursement? And that lady said, I ain't going to pay you. You Wait, wait. You should have put the bottles away and out of reach of the given. She knew she was babysitting. Wait, 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 wait. She didn't know she was babysitting. This was an emergency once again. You didn't have time to childproof the house. I thought I thought this was an emergency errand you had to run. Fuck that kid breaks a glass. Fuck off. He breaks your TV. Maybe. Oh, this is a two hundred dollar perfume. I gotta say, I gotta say, you people are saying that Charlotte's got to eat this. I gotta disagree with y'all. Uh uh-uh. uh. If a kid came to your house and fucking was walking around the house and broke your TV set, you wouldn't expect the parents to pay for that TV set? Well, I'm going to be taking that TV set out of that kid's ass. Now, now something small, something stupid, no big deal. What happens if a kid breaks an urn in the house? Yeah, I'm betting that friendship's over. And by the way, I don't care that it was only a $200. Oh, it's only perfume. Doesn't matter. What are you teaching a kid that they can go to people's house and just break shit and ransack shit and be a bull in a china shop? And by the way, who who said that uh, in the store? Not always in the store do they make you pay for it. Some people have gotten around it by saying it was an accident and you can't force me to pay. Now, I agree that you should pay. It's the right thing to do. Uh, They should offer to pay, but I don't think I'd expect them to since I said yes to babysitting. Well, I'm never saying yes again. You're you're damn, you're, 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 whatever your fucking emergency is, you you can find somebody else because I don't want your kid coming and ransacking my house because you think it's okay. Mm Mm-mm. All right, you guys made the call, so I, I, I got to give it to you. It's split down the middle. What call did you make? Some people say fuck off and some people say pay. All right, this is one we're not going to get to the bottom of. I just saw a story that fucking freaked me out. Hold on a second. I got to go back to it now. Oh, Lord, did I lose it? Please don't say I lost it. Oh, God damn it. I, I must have lost it. 
because I was going to share this with y'all. Come on. What story did I just do before that? Um, it was the same story, I thought. Did I not? Hold on, let's see. Let's see if that story comes back up about some lady who's got some kind of weird disease where her head swole up three times the size. It looked like her parents were cousins. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll hit this. Let's see. Inter, inter, head swells three times the size. Let's see what comes up. No, it wasn't in this page. Damn it. Damn it to hell. Uh, all right. Now I can't find that damn story. Crap on a crutch. Well, let me let me scroll through here. Let me continue to scroll. Oh, you know what? Maybe I maybe I got to click on another story. Maybe I'll have a cooler thing. Hell, I don't know. Go damn Daily Mail home. Let's see home. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, let's see. Okay, bless you. Somebody just sneezed out there, so I had to yell bless you to them because nobody else will because they're a bunch of savages and I'm not. Oh, that's right. I'm talking into a microphone. People can hear what I have to say. Shit. All right, I can't find it. Never mind. Somebody's head swelled up three times the size, and it looked crazy. Is Spawn watching a friend of Roscoe's and wanted you into your office and broke your, your board? What would you do? <laughs> what would I do? Incredible Hulk shit. That's what I'd do. So she has Barry Bonds disease. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. No, it wasn't in my browser history because I never clicked on it. It was just a story on the side. Damn it. Damn it. Maybe it'll come up again. Maybe. I, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe it was on page six. I don't know. Um, a news anchor uh, got fired pretty much immediately. Uh, I, I believe it happened in uh, New York City. New York City! Yeah, uh, Ken Rosato was fired. Uh-oh. <laughs> After a hot mic picked him up. Wait, 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 what happened to the video? I thought I had video of this. Um, is this not it? Oh, come on. Hold on a second. I have to find the hot mic on this. Um, hot mic. What, what? Uh, ABC7. ABC7. Oh, let's see if we got video of this. Here we go. Immediately fired over this. Let's see. Okay, got page six again. Mm-hmm. For the ones finding new ways to Story ensure dad, the job I see that always I will gets read done. It here in a second. For the Let ones wearing many fit. hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving oh, forward. shut up. Who cares? Good for you, Granger. Uh, let's see. All right. Answer your toughest questions. Call clickgranger.com okay. or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Oh, you goddamn assholes. I had to watch all that shit for that bullshit. Do I not have it? Come on. Let's uh, come on. Just play this one. No, it's not coming up. He he called a co-anchor a cunt. 
There you go. That, that, that's all I got. I can't find anywhere. They've scrubbed the internet from it. God damn it. Ken Rosado's fired for it. I thought I had video of it. No, of course not. <sighs> so his dad says, so I have a question to ask, family. So we stop everything for this. Hold on. We, we got to stop everything. <laughs> on Saturday, Sawyer had a marathon at a school, and Hudson wanted to play on the playground. So Sawyer's mom allowed him to and proceeded to watch both. Hudson, while he was playing, uh, was throwing bark with an 8- and 10-year-old. Hudson is four. Then all of a sudden, Hudson ran towards his mom, and another mother got on a knee and proceeded to scream at Hudson. Hudson ran to his mom and was sobbing and said, uh, I hit. The mother then approached Sawyer's mom and began screaming that our four-year-old hit our eight-year-old with uh, and was kicking bark. My question is that if I see this parent at another, even uh, should I say something to her? Sawyer's mom can handle her own, but this bitch does not have a right to scream at my four-year-old in his face. Hmm. Well, first of all, first of all, know this, that the eight-year-old that your four-year-old kicked the bark into is an incredible pussy. No, that's right. I, I, I called an eight-year-old a pussy. I don't care. I, I, I don't care what you say. Eight-year-old's crying because a four-year-old kicked it. Now, now, look here. A four-year-old kicking a piece of bark, unless that kid's last name is Vinatieri or Janikowski, or another fucking famous kicker from the NFL, I'm not going to worry too much about Bark being kicked at an 8-year-old. Now, if it hit the kid, the kid's mad because he got hit in the face by Bark from a 4-year-old. That's why he started crying, because he knows his mama will fight all his battles for him. At 8, they figure that shit out. Now, this is the problem that you're going to have, Sawyer's dad. Is that this kid, These kids will probably be around each other for a long, long time. Eight and four, hopefully not. But I, I know that that, uh, that that Sawyer probably is older, and he ain't going to be putting up with this. You, you, don't approach the parent as, as much as you want. I, I mean, because this this is the truth here, Sawyer's dad, and I, I'm seeing this now more and more, and I really do want to help you out with this. That mother does not give a shit. That mother is going to be right every single time. And are you willing to go? It, it, this is a question you have to ask yourself. Because this is the kind of mom that, honestly, when I play this sound effect, this is from that movie, um, uh, it's 40 or something. The, the one after the... the, the ver- this is 40. It had Paul Rudd and the other chick in it. And there's a scene where they're all in the principal's office, and this lady goes off. Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit. That's what I thought, Arnie. If an 8- and 10-year-old can't take a 4-year-old and their mama thinks that they can yell at my 4-year-old, maybe raise boys, not babies. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and this is what you're getting. That mom is going to coddle those kids for the rest of time. And all you can do is probably tell your kids, just avoid those two. 
Look, look, you've got it. You've got. I know that 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 Sawyer wrestles, and, and you're a manly man. And I would imagine that Hudson's going to be a manly man, having a good daddy like you and a good good mama like Sawyer's mama. Your kids should just avoid those kids. That that that. that look, I'm looking out for your mental well being down the road. Just say, don't play with those kids. You're not allowed to play with them. Don't play with them. You know why? Because th- these kids are, are delicate. That's why. They're delicate. You don't have to tell them they're delicate. You can know that. Just say they're not allowed to play with them, and if they ask why, say, because I said so. Because that used to be an excuse that kids believed and worked because it did believe and I did it did work. When, when, when daddy says, because I said so, that was it. Or when mama said, because I said so, that was it. There was no debating. There was no going back and forth. It's because I fucking said so. I pay the bills. I'm responsible for you. That's why. Those kids are queef-tard. You're damn right they are. V-Coop using the fucking put-down of the day. I love it. Could your son maybe not kick up wood chips? When I see my son fucking around like that, I curb that shit. Now, 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 maybe they were just playing. I don't, I don't know what games they were playing. Maybe it was okay. Maybe it was mutual kicking a bark. I don't know. Don't take your spawn to the park. Then kids go to the park to find their way in life, life skills. Yeah, well, that lady shouldn't be taking her kids to the park. Golly. I feel bad for all the good parents out there. I really do. I know how hard it is. I don't know how hard. I can imagine how hard it is to raise a kid. I can just imagine how awful and how hard it is to raise another adult. And now you're sidelined with a bunch of fucking pussy parents. I am not envious of y'all. Kids as they get older are going to figure that out, though. I have some kids my boys were friends with I didn't care for at the time as it went on. They realized they're little queef tards and didn't play with each other as much. Yeah. Like, we, we had, well, there were times where we were told we couldn't play with kids because they were weird or they were different. We had this, well, I told you about the Taylor kid. We had this one kid that lived on our street. And uh, I, I got I to do this. I, I got to save one story for the end uh, to end the show with. But I'll tell you this story. This story is about a family that lived across the street from my best friend growing up. And I lived down the street. I lived about six houses down. And these people lived across the way from my best friend at that time. This is before I knew Tommy. This is like, you know, seven, eight years old. And these people, I, I'll out them. They're, they're, their name was the Wigglies. And they were super-duper religious. And uh, the mom and dad were kind of nice, but the dad was kind of, you could tell there was something off about the dad. You could just tell kind of something there was off about the dad. He, he, he wasn't a cool guy. He wasn't athletic. Wasn't anything like that. And then the mama was a big old fat gal. And they were super religious. I mean, I mean, they, 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 were, they were church six days a week, if not seven or eight. You can go to church eight times a week. Yeah, it's called Sunday night service. Look into it, heathens. Y'all motherfuckers weren't raised right. Arnie, I can go to church eight times a week. It's called Sunday night service. 
God, I hated that. We didn't go that much, but. We'd always seem to go on Sunday night service when there was really something cool on TV that I wanted to watch. So, um, so the Wigglies, they lived across, and I didn't go to church with them. They, they were Baptist. We were Pentecostal. We were fucking crazy, and they weren't, but they were super religious anyway. And they were, that was my first experience, and I didn't, we didn't have a term back then for hoarders. These people were just dirty. And they were dirty because they just left everything out, right? And they had they had three kids. They had three kids. And then they did this, like, big remodel on their house. They put this, and, and it was never, ever got done. It was like this remodel that took, like, four years, and it still never got done. Well, we weren't really allowed to play with the older brother, Jeff, and he was our age because, uh, yeah, well, let me tell you more about the family. The youngest was a, a, a little girl named Amanda. Nobody liked her because she was a little girl, so she just played with the other girls every once in a while. And then there was Devin. Now, Devin was touched. Devin had, uh, I, I am not kidding, and, and, and honestly, look, I'm not trying to be a dick here. I promise you, I'm not. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Devin was all kind of fucked up. I mean, sunken eye. I mean, he, 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 he looked like a Scooby-Doo fucking villain. Okay? Friendliest kid, though. Friendliest little kid, and he just wanted to be accepted. So we let him play with us. Always smelled like crap, too. <laughs> Always smelled like poop. Probably because he just pooped himself, but we, we, didn't, we, we, we didn't mind him. And there was our oldest brother, Jeff. And Jeff had uh, allegedly, I'll say it allegedly, even though we all knew it happened, uh, allegedly exposed his wiener to my best friend's sister. And that was a big no-no in the neighborhood. Well, rightfully so. So we weren't really allowed to play with Jeff. We would every once in a while, but Jeff was kind of a nerdy kind of guy like his dad. So so you, you have those moments where you as a parent go, you don't get to play with him. Why? Because I said so. And who knows, that person, these kids, that 10-year-old could have a brother like Devin and smell like poop all the time and fucking... Scooby-Doo villain, the visuals you've created with that sentence. Oh, I'm not kidding, man. I mean, seriously, that kid, and I think he's still alive. I think I saw a picture of him. Like I, I, I went on Facebook, and I typed in the name. I was like, oh, my God. I agree Hudson shouldn't kick wood chips, and if he'd, uh, she'd come to Sawyer's mom and told us calmly that this happened, I'd have disciplined him ourselves. But don't try to village parent my kid. I don't know you. There you go. There you go. All right, last story of the day, and boy, oh, boy, is this a good one. You see, this is why we can't have anything nice anymore, people. And, and by the way, before anybody says, is this mage, I will say, no, it's not mage, and I have a reason why it's not mage. The story is out of Springfield, Colorado. A 28-year-old driver found himself in some hot water after a, a, a Springfield police uh, conducted a traffic stop on a driver who was going 52 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. When the police pulled him over, the driver attempted to switch places with the passenger. 
The police saw this happening. Arnie, have you ever been there? Gorgeous. Um, uh, Major, there's another reason here. Uh, one second. The driver attempted to switch places with the passenger, but the passenger was a dog. Now, the reason why I know this was not Mage is because the dog was in the passenger seat and not in the belly of the driver, okay? So that's a Mage, you're all you you're off the hook here. I know that this this right here is not you. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. There you go. Mage, Braddy Keith can tell you how much I was laughing at that story yesterday and how I came up with that. I can't believe this. Is this the ass episode that we didn't bring up Adele? God damn it. Come on. Hello. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me. The suspect, the idiot who was clearly intoxicated, got out of the passenger car side, told the cop that he wasn't driving. When the police said, really, you weren't driving, he tried to run away. Um, <laughs> the, the police caught him quickly. A man and a woman who were sober were in the back seat. The car belonged to the woman. Police say they found out the trio was driving from Los Animas to Pueblo and got lost in Springfield. Driver was later to have found two active warrants in Pueblo, according to the police. He was medically cleared at the hospital and then booked in the jail. As for the dog, the dog will not be fucking giving a driver's license until they're 21. (laughs) As for the dog... Um, the, the, the police impounded it and took care of it. This is like a Reno, uh, an episode of Reno 911. I have eaten dog. My fucked up dad told me it was beef when I was kid seven. I was crying and eating because it tasted good, but crying eating. <laughs> see, so, see, once again, I told you it wasn't mage. That, uh, you know, I, I, I only saw the headline. I got to say that the end part is the magical part of the comedy is the fact that there were two sober people in the back seat. Now, why would you allow two sober? Why would, why would you as a sober person allow someone drunk to drive? And secondly, when he switched places with the dog and put the dog in the driver's seat, did you think that you were living in the far side? I wonder if the dog resisted arrest and they had to tase it and call the human officer to take a bite at it. (laughs) You see the canine unit pull up. The dog gets out of the driver's seat and the fucking human's in the back going, I'll get him, 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 I'll get him. I'll get him. It was in Korea. Those damn people cooking dog. Fuck them. There you go. All right, that does it for us today, ass family. We will be back tomorrow. By the way, thank you to Braddy Kid for finding me that story yesterday. Oh, that brought such joy to me. 
I feel your pain, mage. My grandmother cooked and fed me my pet rabbit and kept the foot on her keychain for years after. Dear God. I love ass. I love the ass show. I love the ass family. I want to thank everybody for not raising queef tards. Later, ass. Well, y'all have a fantastic day. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, we uh, shall return. We will have more 80s music then and listener mail. Get your listener mails in, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Until then, adios, everybody. Uh Yeah.
beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.